What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. And as always, we drop almost daily on our socials. Um, thank you for 100 followers on Instagram. Now let's get that up to 200. YouTube, we're at over 100, almost at 160. Help us get to 200 like you guys did for the 100 last time. And as always, um, on audio, make sure you guys download the audio platforms, whatever one you guys listen to. And if you guys enjoy it, give us a five-star rating. Uh, we appreciate you guys as well. Um, without further ado, uh, let's get right into it. Yeah. The reason why I hesitated a bit is because I'm looking at the board. Why is it that on the weekend, I mean, thankfully this past Sunday, we didn't have to do too much because we were tired well, from we there. We were done. We were, we were done. And I don't know how we, we, thanks for the support on the vi- uh, video as well. Um, my hamstring's still messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, surprisingly, I was fine the next day. Yeah, how the hell did Out you of survive, me, I, I, yeah, I know I didn't play as much as you, but at the same time, I'm also not as in shape as you, so I should be sore after the first two games. But somehow I was okay. My shin, like shin splints were still there. But, you know, excited for the league, hopefully. But, but why is it that, like, we have so much news on Thursdays when we try to go to sleep because we have stuff to do the next morning? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> but then when it comes to Saturday, stuff, Sunday, yeah. even though technically we record Sunday, so we still have work, but there's not much to talk about. I think it was Sunday we could like, record earlier as well. That too, right? Like, sa- like thankfully, you didn't have practice today, but yeah, yeah, like a lot of news. Well, I would say, I want to say, like, I wouldn't classify it as a lot of news, but I would say few big news that will take up the time for sure oh, let's start off two of them involve our favorite teams let's start off three of them sorry involve our favorite teams and all three of us you know make us feel depressed for you four actually all the four sports we're gonna uh, talk about today the, not gonna lie uh, the the, the raptors one it's still it's still big news it's still big news but, but i don't think i don't think i, mean, nothing, I don't think anything's gonna make me as depressed right now as jonathan taylor yeah <laughs> so let's get right into that i mean i'm wearing a colts jersey i'm wearing it for the sake of the video but so, as mentioned before in previous episodes, and I'm sure all you football fans, fantasy football fans, whatever, uh, Colts fans that have Jonathan Taylor in some sort of capacity, we've mentioned that before he's not happy with his contract situation, and he's currently injured on the pop list, the physically un- unable to perform list, or however you call that, and he, risk- he has requested a trade. And the major update from that is before Ursi the owner said, we're not trading him no matter what. Not now, not in October. Well, clearly he went back on his word because in a way, he's, well, he didn't say we're trading you, but he's like, if you want to get traded, um, you have to go see who wants to trade for you. Now, that means that like Jonathan Taylor's agent can contact other teams without tampering and talk contract. Because that's the main reason. Like, I still believe that he wants to be a Colt because why not, right? And he's mentioned it. The reason why he doesn't want to be a cold is because he's not getting the money there. Now, he his job is, or his agent's job is, to look at and talk to other teams and figure out who's going to give him the money and then on top of that, give whatever the Colts want. Now, before we get into what, how, what the update on the trades are, the Colts are in return asking for a first or something like two seconds, like equivalent something to a first. Something equates to a first, yeah. Yeah, so... This is very similar to the Austin Eckler situation. The only difference is Austin Eckler is 28, I believe, around that and age. And JT is like 24. 24. And Austin Eckler had pretty much all offseason to do this, whereas JT has till Tuesday. And the reason yeah. why it's Tuesday is because that's when the roster cutdown happens. So and you have to make your cuts. You, yeah, yeah. And, and also that's like, the deadline the Colts gave. No, it's also a deadline for like 
JT to get activated. I think that's from Sunday. The I think that's Sunday. But yeah, so relatively around. There's something there. around there. Like he has Sunday to get activated. Sunday to Tuesday is yeah. like the timeline. Because if he doesn't get activated, he's missing first four weeks. Initial reaction from you. Do you expect him? To, did you were you surprised that this was an option? And do you expect him? Do you still expect him not to get traded? Because I know we said we probably he I, isn't I, getting traded. I don't think the Colts are going to settle. Right, that's one thing they shouldn't do. If the Colts settle, they take the biggest L. If they right. settle, it means that JT wanted out no matter what. Like he will. Be, no, they don't need to. No, settle. I'm just saying in general. Like you could tell, like there's no if to settle. No, no. What I'm, I'm saying. Say. Well, what I'm saying is because they want the cancer in the locker room out. And I'm not saying JT's a cancer. I'm just saying I'm doing air quotes for a reason. Like James Harden, for example, it's like okay, you know what? Let's just get him out of here. Let's try. Yeah, that's not a situation. Give us the best. <laughs> there's best no option. way you should be in that situation. Yeah, like, but again, I agree with no you. But way, continue. There's no way you should make that decision, right? It's either you get a first round pick, which it's gonna be tough to get. But yeah, you know, my, it. Miami could be desperate. We never know. But because Taylor is younger than Dalvin Cook, right? Taylor is younger than Eckler as well. Like Taylor, you can take one by two years, I think. Yeah, Taylor has what three years in the NFL. Last year, O-line diminished the year. The one, the first game, he still played really good and got 100 yards. The other two years is absolutely insane. He was an MVP candidate in the second year, and then his rookie year, he excelled. But again, that was a rookie year. He was ex- he did better than what a rookie should have done. Um, and then, yeah, second year, if yeah, it wasn't so for him, proof, Carson Wentz proven. would have been like yeah. cut a while ago he, during he's, the season. He's proven that he is a top back in this league. Yeah. So... Obviously, the interest, I'm not surprised, right? Like, because... Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. But yeah. Just, just be- talk about the initial... Right, thing. so then, I just Colts, just... It's a smart thing for the Colts, right? Like, if you get a first-round pick, you got to do the trade, right? But if you don't, you have him for one more year, you have him for a franchise tag, and another franchise tag after that. Now, that's up to him if he wants to sign it. Because technically, Josh Jacobs hasn't signed this yet. <laughs> but, but like, you still have one year of JT, that guaranteed. Yeah. Okay, so my initial reaction, little surprised that this was... Actually, no, I'm not as surprised. Maybe Shane Steichen's like, put him out there. Let's see. Let him, let him uh, dictate what um, his market's going to be, right? Because we're trying to prove to him that, like, listen, we aren't not paying you because of... You're bad. We're not paying. We're not paying you because you're injured at the moment, and we want to see you. And now your contract demands. We don't know that yet, right? Like I said, I think we mentioned Christian McCaffrey's at sixteen. Yeah, I think and sixteen then, or seventeen around there. Yeah. So, um, so that's why they're like, you know what? You go see. And if there is a team that's willing to kind of be stupid enough to give up first, or a conditional first, or whatever the case may be, then yeah, we'll trade you. But for him to accept that trade as well as the is Miami in this case, or is the Bears or whatever willing to uh, give the money they want you want? Now, uh, from the trade market update, before we get into like other news related to the JT situation here, Jonathan Taylor. So there are teams that we've reached out, like you mentioned, not a surprise. He's twenty-four year old back. This isn't like you know a holdout by Zeke Elliott. This isn't back then. This is not like Le'Veon Bell. This is not you know Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, for example. And Dalvin Cook. So he's 24 years old. He's garnering, he's garnered interest and has gotten some calls around the league. I think a couple of NFC teams, a couple of AFC teams, two or three of them have offered a trade package. Yeah, I think it's two offers are submitted, six are interested. Yeah. And the teams that were, I think, that sent an offer, Miami sent an offer, I believe. 
the Bears are interested. I think they, they said the Eagles were interested, but I, I think that was false news. I'll double check that when you when you see that reaction. Um, I think the Rams are in there as well. Yeah, I think the Rams are the one I saw. Um, so that's that's up, the update on the JT thing. And the last update is Tuesday. After that, um, this coming Tuesday, by the way. After that, it's he's gonna be a Colt. Now, the other thing is people wanna people are saying, oh, he's faking an injury. Or his excused absence it was bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, we're not in the facilities, but I will trust the Colts insiders on this. They're like the reporters. And they're saying that it was a legit excused absence. He's at the... So this is where I'm getting confused. He's at the stadium. He was at the joint practice with Philly at Philadelphia. So he traveled. And he was at all the other practices. Now, granted, on camera, he just looks disinterested. He's probably... But who knows? We don't see everything on camera, right? And the other thing is people are saying like, oh yeah, he's always forcing his way out like that. I genuinely, this is personal opinion, I genuinely believe he just wants the money and this is the, the situation is and a lot of the reporters I showed you the tweets yesterday were simply like, it's not Ursa's fault either, first of all. Ursa's only fault is that he doesn't shut up. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, There's no that. other thing. <laughs> Ursa's fault is he doesn't shut up. JT's fault is like the timing is weird because the reason I think the Colts want to pay him. Yes, they may have not offered him anything, but the Colts are, um, in my opinion, might be willing to give 10, 11, 12 million. Maybe he's looking for 16 million. Colts are, I think the Colts, they, why they didn't offer is he's still not medically cleared. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's the, the key. That's the biggest factor. The problem is he wants to get paid now because he knows the market isn't the greatest. That's, yeah, that's not his fault either because he's trying to he knows the market. You know, get so secured. It's a win-win, lose-lose situation. Like no one's really a winner and no one's really a loser. Like there's no winner versus loser. They're both in like, they're both right in their they're both own right. ways. Yeah, they're both right. Both sides are right in their own ways. And in my opinion, and this is where Lewis Riddick or not, even Lewis Riddick's like, he's an exception. You have to pay Jonathan Taylor and... And he is. He's shown he is. Yeah. As a person as, as play, and as a player. The problem is, I like personally, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind giving him a contract right now. Like, and I know you wouldn't either. But I do get the point where, let me see you play. Maybe play three games. Let's just say you're cleared. You play the first three games and you ball out. Then give him the contract. Like, I'm fine with that. Right? Now, if you're asking for absurd money, then obviously not. I'm not like, well, give me 20 million. Okay, yeah, no, no, I'm not no asking way. that. Like, I would give you, and now this is where a lot of the, I think I saw it on either on Twitter or I saw one of the analysts on, over at ESPN say, why don't you just match his current contract that you're going to extend him to to Richardson's rookie contract, essentially? You're going to have that cap space. You're not paying Richardson right away anyways, right? So yeah. what, three years before he, Richardson could get eligible extension? And I know he has up to five years because he's a first-round pick. But what I'm saying is maybe give him a three-year, $14, $15 million contract offer. Offer Now, we'll find out if, that's, if JT will accept that. He wants more or he genuinely wants out. So yeah, right. We don't like, fully know if he really wants out of Indy. But I just the don't think, think he, he like, wouldn't be there. Like, he, would find, be, he would be even more of a cancer. Like, I'm not saying he'll be James Harden level bad, but he could be James Harden or Ben Simmons level bad. If he shows up and just becomes like, uh, I'm, not, I'm disinterested standing off to the side. He's genuinely standing with the running backs or the quarterbacks running back drills. Yeah, like he's, so he's, he's still there. paying attention. He's showing up, right? Like that's the number one thing. He's showing up, right? A, a person in this situation would not show up, right? That's number one. Number two, 
the Colts medical staff didn't clear him, right? There's situations where like these reportedly type of holdouts, they didn't clear him. That these type of holdouts, but like were reports where like the medical staff is cleared, they don't understand. Like the Zion Williamson, like they don't understand why he's been injured for that long, type of thing, right? Yeah, but like it's a type of injury. I don't know what the Zion. Thing yeah, no, but different. I'm just saying like there's, yeah. a, there's that's a rumor like that. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing no. like that. This is like genuinely. Oh, you saying it's not like the Zion? Yeah. Right? It's okay. Not yeah. Like never that. mind. I thought you were yeah. saying it was like the Zion. Okay. My no, bad. This my is bad. not yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So that that believes me that the injury is legit, right? And excused absence. I mean, Steichen's saying it. Like Steichen's even giving it right. He's like, Steichen's defending him as much. He's as defending he can. him, right? Like yeah. Steichen's like, okay, he's gonna be a practice here. He's gone to his own rehab. Which he did. He's gonna come back Monday. Oh, he has an excuse absent. He comes come back next, like what, two, three he days. Up to Philly. And he showed after up after the trade request. Yeah. Oh, sorry, after the permission to grant it or seek a trade yourself. Even yeah, I, everything after the trade request, he's still there. Before, after, and the permission, right? So I think it's just like just yes, as a Colts organization, Ballard should be patient, right? Unless you genuinely get a first and an offer like that blows you out of the water. That's why they're doing this. Yeah. The, to get an offer that blows you out of the water type of thing, right? But if you don't get that, you know, hopefully he gets healthy. Hopefully him and Richardson could play together. And it, if he balls out, like you said, give him the contract. Yeah, no. Um, I obviously, first of all, remind me never to f- feel attached to a running back ever again. Because this is the first and only time I'll probably ever be attached to one. Because even if he gets a contract at 28, same thing is going to probably happen then. And that one's going to be more legit. But, yeah. Um, and, like, qu- quickly, like, not even a contract. Just give him an offer type of thing. Not not yeah. a contract, right? I mean, like, contract, contract is an offer. No, no, but, like, you just know. Just offer his, the contract yeah, and offer, then see what he says. Yeah, just right? put an the offer because, like, him. his contract would be, like, what, 20 mil type of thing? But, yeah, just give him an offer, 14, 15 mil. I think it's fair. I'm leaning towards 14 mil. Yeah, I mean, he's a stud. Like, last year, he was injured for the first time, what, since junior? And we shot the bed. Yeah. Like, it's and not it's not even, even his him. fault. because Every player shot the bed. O-line, line, QB. Like, we couldn't get a running game going. Yeah, mainly the O-line. Because line of the O-line. Yeah. Um, so, there's... Okay, some guy's going to have an article out. Yeah, so the Los Angeles Rams have expressed interest in Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Philly actually have not... So, uh, this is expressed interest. This is not trade offer yet. Bears have expressed interest in Jonathan Taylor. Um, Miami, I think, offered a trade. And we'll no, see. That would, he will put Miami over the top. Yeah, for sure. But no, yeah. So, like, Lewis, like I said, I agree with Lewis Riddick in terms of pay him. Like, he's he's special. Him and Anthony Richardson in the backfield It's going to be alone. something. You drop a screen pass to him. And you saw what he did with Carson Wentz on those, like, the Ravens game. Um, the read option game, yeah. <laughs> the both both are home run type, like runners, home run hitters type of thing, right? Like they could take it to the end and zone. The, the gaps are gonna be big, right? And it helps the passing game. And well, like if you're a DN, you're like, who the hell do I go to? Do I go to Richardson? Do I go to Taylor? Exactly. So, but my question to you is, how confident? Okay, so based on all these trade offers coming in, and I do see uh, people saying that it feels like he will get traded. Do you still feel like he? And were you, were you on the team that he was not getting traded before all this? I never felt like he was getting traded. How about now? Obviously, I do feel a little bit more, but I'm still like leaning towards a. He'll still be a Colt at the beginning of the season. And I, I agree with you. Yeah, like I'm, I'm still on that train now. I don't know how much of this is false hope. I don't yeah, I, I don't know if it's just like you know the bias. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm saying, I don't know if it's a whole false hope. I don't know. How, it's just because I'm a fan. Um, I still think it's just a contract thing, and I'm. 
let's see. It only takes one team. Yeah, it I, only takes one team to offer him money and whatever just, the Colts are looking for. I just think the situation has been like, you know, it just went overboard and it didn't yeah. really have to, right? Because of the agent and like the Ursay, you know, comments type of thing. But then the, also the media, you know, blowing it out of proportion a little bit too. But yeah, I guess there was genuine hatred for a bit. But the thing is this, right? Like two months before, he's like, I want to be a Colt for, Colt for life. Yeah. So, like, it just felt like he was going to be patient a little bit, but then... He said he was going to be patient. Yeah, so... He said literally what Pittman said, like, I'll play it without the contract. I have a year left still. So, I don't know what's happening now. I don't know. No, I think if the Colts play a smart, he should be a... Like, he should be a Colt by the beginning of the season because I don't see a first-round pick coming back. Yeah, I, I even if it's a second... Um, it's got to be two seconds if you want. If they want to accept it. I feel like they'll accept, like, a second and a fourth. Nah, that's too less. I feel like that's nah, what they that, will that, accept. You, I'm saying, it. I'm saying that's what I feel like they're gonna accept. No, no, then you can't accept that. Then you and whatever it. player in return, depending yeah. on a player. Maybe if you get a player in return, depending on who the player is, but that's that means you settled if you get right. a second and a fourth. Yeah, like who knows? Like we don't know what Jonathan Taylor is truly. Like, I know he's a running back and his market is not there, but his value is not there. But if he is your best player on the offense, which he is, you gotta get something like massive in return. Yeah, and no. that's how you gotta treat it as. Yeah, we'll see. Um, about that so sticking with Jonathan Taylor for a second here so the potential if he were to get traded now obviously we don't want to see him get traded but let's just say you're a neutral fan now where do you want to see him Miami that that weapon those weapons with Waddle Hill now Jonathan Taylor um Tua hopefully healthy it's gonna be absolutely insane as a Colts fan, you can't defend that. <laughs> as a Colts fan, where do you think the biggest package will come from? Biggest package? Yeah. I think I think the best package will come from the Bears. Just because yeah. I feel like the Bears... Plus they traded down last year. Yeah, I, so, but yeah. I feel like the Bears are going to be like... They're like a team where like they might you know take the jump forward or they might stay the same. If they stay the same, you, know, you get a top 10 pick. But if they jump forward or whatever, you get a top Again, 10. we don't know if the Bears will trade at first. So, yeah. But, yeah. But I'm just saying that. Like, that I feel like... That could be the best situation. As long and also as he, Fields and Taunton. As Taylor long as he's field. not a freaking cowboy, and maybe the Patriots, <laughs> I might be fine with it. Yeah, but, obviously I would, we would prefer NFC just because. Yeah, I think the last time we traded at a, a pro all pro running back, we won the Super Bowl the next year. Was it Edgar yeah. and James who got traded? Was it James? No, I think it was Marshall Falk. The Rams won it though with them. Hold on, let me just check Edger and James. Um, Edger and James. Was traded. Uh, oh, by the way, did you see Marvin here? Yeah, it was Adrian James. It was Adrian James. So, oh, he got traded in 05. And then 06, he went to the Cardinals. And 06 is the year we won it. Yeah, 06 we won, right? So maybe trading him might not be a bad thing. We're not winning this year. But no. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I would I would love to see him in Miami because I think that'll be fun. As long as Tua is healthy. That's just going to be fun, in my opinion. Um, in terms of return... That's logical. Yeah, the Bears will will need a running back. And having uh, him, again, him and Fields is similar to him and Rich in a way. So there's that. Now, we're going to obviously do our NFL predictions, standing predictions in, in, the, in the future, in the next couple of weeks here. Sorry, I don't know why I'm thinking like I'm lagging right now. But, yeah, um, you're definitely lagging, right? <laughs> With JT, I'm not saying we're like a playoff team or anything, like a playoff lock, but with JT, I could see us being like last year's like Atlanta Falcons. 
who were kind of like close to winning, the, uh, making a playoff spot. Yeah, because like the, division, division? the division was shit too. Like, yeah, well. I know the Jacksonville should have this on lock. I'm not saying that, but like I could even see us maybe even challenging them for like 14 straight weeks, 15 straight weeks, and then kind of like fall off a bit. Or we start off slow and we come back and we fall off short again. Like I will not be surprised with JT, we could do that. As a healthy JT, to be exact. Well, I, no, it depends on the old line. That's what I mean. Okay, yeah, that it too. It depends on the old line. But I'm saying if you have a healthy JT and everything is what it's supposed healthy to be. Healthy JT and a good old line, this team has a chance. To make the playoffs. Without JT, then let's see how good our running backs are truly are. And yeah, the value, right. value that running back. Yeah. But, um, let's leave that there. JT, please, please do not get traded. <laughs> I, no, I, we, we, I just want to see him and... I'll one game. I'll take one game. I'll take one game. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Because I don't see him getting traded in mid-season unless someone really offers something. But Yeah. Okay, let's moving on. Let's, there's another kind of a holdout going on. Chris Jones. Yeah, that's been going on for a while. That's, I, I didn't realize that's been going on for a while until like, this morning because I yeah. saw someone say JT for Chris Jones. Because <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> Chris Jones is another target for Chicago because they have the cap space to spend right now, right? Um, it's funny because I literally, before we hit record, I told you the tweet that, uh, or sorry, the, the quote that Andy Reid said. He's like, well, it is what it is. Football goes on anyways, or life goes on anyways. Ursa said similar things. Now, his sounded a little bit more extreme when JT retires and I die. Football still goes on. Yeah, yeah. Andy Reid said, like, the similar thing. Now, it's just because it's Ursa and he talks a lot is the reason why it kind of went out of blown out of proportion. Um, but Chris Jones, big loss, right? If the Chiefs oh, they're, they're finished if they don't get Chris that, Jones. Like, that's their best defensive if, player. Yeah, 100%. If, if Chris Jones is not on the roster, the Chiefs ain't winning shit. As simple as that. <laughs> right? He's the only reason why. Like, who, who's he's the only He's the only reason why the defense defense is relative. Who are they gonna re- like? They already lost Frank Clark to the Broncos. Who are they gonna rely on? Like George Cole Loftus <laughs> in the second year? No, it's, no, it's Chris Jones. It's no, just, I said that's what I'm saying. Who they are they can't. They can't rely on anyone. That's they, have, I'm, they have no choice. They, I mean, obviously, they're gonna rely on someone. They're like Legarius Need, who's probably their best corner. Yeah. So similar situation. Chris Jones is obviously much older, but the, that position is more. If they don't premium. have Chris Jones, their uh, position is at a much of a premium. So. Do you have any updates on that? Like, do you know any what's happening with that or no? No, I think... I don't know. I think he probably just wants like Aaron Donald money type, type of thing. <laughs> Maybe. Aaron Donald, no. <laughs> That's a no. But yeah, but like, he, he has clearly the he second He hints back. he's willing to hold out until week eight. That's, that's going to be tough. Um, Mahomes said it, we respect his decision. It doesn't hurt us, his relationship with us. Yeah, so he's willing to hold out. That's for sure. Now, the question is for JT, is he willing to hold out longer too? But yeah, um, that's the Chris Jones situation. Other news, similar to the JT and resetting the market. I saw this earlier today. TJ Hawkinson. Did you see that or no? no I didn't see TJ Hawkinson. Um, so I'm going to pull the exact tweet. TJ Hawkinson wants to reset the market with an historic contract extension for tight ends. As per Diana Rossini, the two sides are working on it, but are still far apart. So I don't know how. They're Obviously, they're gonna be far apart. Like, how are you getting more money than Kittle or Kelsey or even Andrews? Right? Like, let me see. He's is he just breaks? I, I the think top he just gets an underrated player. That's, that's yeah, no, but I still think he, I have him on the same tier as Dallas Goddard for sure. I think he right. just barely breaks the top five. Let me let me see who like the he's highest t- paid. He's fifth ends. at best for tight ends. So you have Andrews ahead of him. Waller's probably killing it right now. Okay, Waller, 
when Waller is on, he's better than Hawkinson, in my opinion. Obviously, Kelsey and Kittle are in one and two. Yeah. Andrews is better. So, Waller, okay, for the 2023 season, so I don't know if this is the average value. Waller's one at 17 million. Yeah. Kittle's two at 15 million. Kelsey's 14.3 million. Goddard's at 14.25 million. Um, Andrews is at 14. Evan Ingram got 13.75. David Njoku, 13.68. So, so he's the one that like is what? Dawson Knox and his Hunter Henry and his Cole Komet. Okay, now, based on that list, he des- definitely deserves to be near, like in the, 14 near the 14, 15 range. Yeah. If he's saying historic, does he saying 20 million? If, yeah, if it's historic, it's 20 million. Because I get the point of the tight end. You have two jobs. Right, Darren yeah, Waller's just blocking and then pass catching. Yeah, right? block and catch, right? Like, and that takes a toll on the body too. And obviously, not as much as a running back, but like, but you have some like special tight ends. Like, I would say Jelani Woods isn't a blocker; he's more of a catcher. Same thing with Darren Waller, in my opinion. Yeah. But then you have uh, um, not Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, who could do both at an extreme level. Obviously, Travis Kelsey as a pass catcher is insane. Um, but yeah. Um, Historic, if he means 20, then yeah, hell no. Hell no. Because <laughs> Travis Kelsey's looking for historic money himself, and he genuinely deserves it. Yeah, as my two-time Super Bowl champion. As much as I love TJ Hawkinson, as much as I do, like I, I'm a huge fan of TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, yeah he's a really good player. He's, he's a really, really good. good player. On this, on right now, he's currently making $4 million. Yeah, obviously. Average annual, $4 million. Yeah, he deserves to go at least $10 million. So, for me, Kelsey should get like what, what pretty much historic money did Aaron Donald got, right? He got historic money at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, right. Like, Kelsey should be at 20 Darren Waller stays at 17 because I know he just got a contract extension. Kittle should go up to like 18 probably. I'm just I'm just doing this based off of Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. Um, Goddard, 14 or 15. That's uh, fine. That's fair. 15. So, that's where I would put TJ Hawkins. That's where I put Hawkins in as well, yeah. So... Again, why are they doing this last minute? I don't know. <laughs> this is because maybe they want to, they want to put pressure on the team. But like you said, with JT especially, there's no pressure on the Colts. I don't think there's real pressure. On uh, the Vikings right now? Vikings, unless his contract's about to end. Um, TJ Hawkinson contract. But back to the oh, sorry, back to the running back in general, not just JT. Le'Veon Bell did recently come out and said he regrets sitting out those one or two. Yeah, years because you there. you lose your step. Yeah. You genuinely lose your step if you sit out for that long. So like, and he now he would not be he would still probably be in the NFL. Well, maybe not because Todd Gurley's out of the league too. But now he wouldn't be a boxer. But Todd Gurley, like Todd Gurley, got injured, but like, generally who, got hurt as well, right? That's the position, though, right? Like, yeah, like, like Zeke, if, Zeke finally signed. Yeah, but Dalvin Cook finally signed after getting released. So yeah, but, but and, you expected him to get teams, right? JT situation. Yeah, it took longer than it was, yeah. but like I still expected him to be By on the way, teams. T, no, J, well, JT is young as hell. That's that's I think that's gonna help him in this situation. Yeah, that's what that's what. Um, is TJ TJ's only twenty six. Yeah, he's young. That's crazy. I thought he's like twenty eight right now. Um, sorry, one sec. I was trying to find his contract. Uh, contract TJ. I think he. He was a first-round pick for the Lions. I'm surprised the Lions He was, like him. a top-nine pick. I, yeah. I was surprised he traded him in division. Yeah, right? Especially in division. He's a UFA in 2024, so this is his last year. So it makes sense um, while the negotiations are happening. So, yeah. I don't think there's going to be any holdout, right? They he, could. He is a UFA after this year, though, so keep that in mind. Yeah. So that that's going to be big. So maybe this these guys have a little bit more pressure, for sure, than the Colts. Yeah, 100%. If they really want to keep uh, TJ. But they also have another... Didn't they have another decent... Um, well, no, that's, that's a wide receiver, KJ Osborne. Um, All right, so should we, yeah, let's move should on. we just cut it there for NFL? No, no, we have, I have more or news. There's more? I have more news. Well, how much is happening? <laughs> uh, 
these ones are quick these ones are not going to go into it because the, these three news tied in together with it yeah yeah but these ones are going to be quick um cory davis retired at oh, 28 yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I mean, a little bit of a surprise aaron Rodgers loses a weapon but i'm sure he has enough weapons he has enough weapons um, yeah uh, yeah probably just mental health reasons or something i don't know what it is but yeah. he's stepping away from football is what they're saying yeah uh next one or last one sam darnold is officially qb2 and we'll spend a little time talking about this not too much they're exploring options for trey lance it's not like he's qb3 only they're exploring options my question to you is who's gonna trade for him I don't think there's because any. Baker won the job in Tampa, by the way, over Kyle Trask, which is not Baker should have won that job anyways. Yeah, the fact that it was going on till now was insane. Who's really QB needy right now, right? Especially with Caleb Williams, Drake May, in the next draft class. Uh, let me pull up the teams quickly. Like Colts got their guy. Like Miami, Texans no, got uh, their guy. New, uh, who um, needs a who's a Panthers got their guy. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh, apparently Pickett has done a great job. Pickett's year too. He's still Yeah, I was not saying. They have yeah. a great job. Houston's got their guy, like you said. Tennessee's got their guy, you said. Um, our boy Nathan Work is at Jacksonville, hopefully getting that spot. But um, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. That's a team could I could one. see to try to take a little yeah, gamble. Vegas could be one. I, maybe even Titans, but like Titans are drafted. No, they have literally two guys. They literally <laughs> have two guys, though. Um, but if they don't work out, like. You Broncos, know. in a way, if Russell if Wilson, Wilson struggles, struggles. Yeah, Broncos could make sense. Washington, we'll see what Sam Howell's been doing. Oh, yeah, Washington. Yeah, but well. Sam Howell right now is doing well. Um, New York, no Philly. Dallas. Uh, Atlanta. Is there. Atlanta. Ritter. Ritter. It depends on how, what you think of Desmond Ritter, right? Yeah. Uh, you have your boy Heineke <laughs> Heineke's a goat man Like uh, for uh, backup QBs Heineke's like The best I've ever and seen The Saints <laughs> have Carr The Bucks uh, But they still have Trask there And then you, Arizona Ky- uh, Ky- uh, Kyler's injured They're getting Caleb Williams No I'm just saying for this year Like, like how There's you know no how, point of trading for no, him No if he's like released as well This thing they're exploring options Because I don't think anyone's really going to trade for him they might, uh, but the thing is, they also introduced the QB three rule literally because of San Francisco. Yeah, right. <laughs> the three QB rule, right? So yeah. they still might need him, but the f- the fall from grace is insane, and it's not even his fault completely because he had a major injury, and he had a major injury, and what's his name, Brock Purdy, just went out of nowhere. There, there could still be something there with Trey Lance, right? It's not like Trey Lance is, you know done and dusted yeah and like, if he's released he just never got a chance if he's released la rams could be another option like baker last yeah year, rams so. could be an option as well yeah no like like this is where it scares me a little bit with the uh, anthony richardson because it's the exact same situation the difference is with um with lance san francisco gave up three firsts and then the players that went after him uh were obviously mac jones and justin fields or the qbs that went after him um I think michael parsons went after him yeah, let me just name you the players that went after him that could help this team. Pat Sertan. <laughs> yeah, I think Pat Sertan for sure, arguably the best corner in the game right now. Um, Sorry, I know this is a lot of pausing and unnecessary. 2021 draft. So right after, right out. okay, so right before him was obviously Trevor. Oh, who cares about right before? Trevor Lawrence is Zach Wilson. Yeah. But right after Trey Lance, Kyle Pitts, Jamar yeah. Chase. Okay, Chase, yeah. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, yeah. Sewell, yeah. J.C. Horn, yeah. Patrick Sertan, yeah. Devonta Smith, yeah. Justin Fields, and Micah, Parsons, Micah Parsons, yeah. Rashawn Slater, and those are the big ones. Like everyone else is like, okay. I mean, no, realistically, but though, I, like I, literally every name yeah. I said in order is 
could have been ahead of the other time it would have been between like Pitts, Sewell and Chase. Yeah, at for that sure. time, yeah. And Sertan probably. Yeah, maybe Sertan as well, yeah. But cuz I remember him him and um JC Horn battling. But yeah, um hopefully like I'm not obviously hoping for any injuries or anything, but I do want to see Trey Lance go yeah, somewhere. Yeah, no, he doesn't have a, he, he never got a chance. And I would say Raiders might be at that spot. Now, I don't know how pissed off Devontae Adams is going to be, but yeah. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance. That's what I'm saying. Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance over there. Matt Stafford, is, as long as he's healthy, you'll be no, the guy. No, but like Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance from former teammates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that went over my head. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, I think that's it for the NFL news. Um, Everybody comment your thoughts below if JT gets traded or not. But let's move on to the NBA. And we're... We're, we'll start off with something easy because I've got to do still a little bit of look into the Raptors news that's kind of insane after listening to what happened because everybody is talking about it. Yeah, this isn't right. something you put under the rug either. Yeah. Um, but the first one, do you agree with this? James Harden getting fined 100K for his comments in China. Like, what do you even realistically say? Like, I want out? <laughs> so he, the reason is because he publicly demanded a trade. That's it. Isn't that how you demand a trade? No, well, usually it's privately. Like, you don't come out in the public and say uh, pretty much like his comments were insane. like you will hear like you know how Anthony Davis requested a trade Damian Lillard requested a trade yeah. you didn't hear it from their mouth okay, like yeah, in public yeah. and also insulting <laughs> their the front office there uh, I mean they always like they always find stupid little things like that but maybe. people are saying that a lot of people are saying that it's um, the freedom of speech is gone <laughs> yeah right that's why I don't, that's, that's the thing Cause I don't think 100k fine for that for wanting out Pretty stupid, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, the way he said it, I get it. He's like, I'm not trying to play for him ever again. I'm going to repeat it. I'm not playing for him ever again, wherever franchise he's on, right? So, James Harden situation, either Daryl Morey's gone, which I doubt it, or Harden. And like I said, we are not. We already talked about it. We're not going to get into the details, but still intrigued to see what the hell is going to happen at training camp. Is, is fat suit Harden coming back, essentially? That's right? The main like, thing. Uh, <laughs> That's what the main thing is. Like, we've seen disgruntled Harden. Yeah, he, and we've he, seen his defense, especially with disgruntled Harden during live games. Even when good Harden, his defense is well, great. no, but like <laughs> yeah. we've still seen him hold his own. The other ones, he's just remember, remember the play where he's like letting the ball roll, and he's just oh yeah, right, at yeah, it. he was just staring at <laughs> yeah. That. So like stuff like that, like we've seen that, which is obviously unprofessional, but it is what it is. Um, so the hundred K there. Before we get into the Raptors thing, FIBA officially starts this weekend or this week. So this comes out on Thursday. So I think it's out the first game. For Canada, I know it's Friday. So I think it starts Thursday or Friday. So comment down below what country you're from and who are you rooting for? <laughs> That's a good way to interact with the uh, the audience here. But I'm going for India, but they're not in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this Raptors news, and I need your thoughts on this because you might be looking for a new coach as well in, in this situation, by the way. Yeah, right. So like it's, New York it's Knicks filed a lawsuit Monday against the Toronto Raptors alleging that an ex-employee of the Knicks disclosed proprietary information to Toronto after being hired by the Toronto Raptors um, earlier this offseason. The Knicks lawsuit, which also names several members of the Raptors organization as defendants, says, I'm going to butcher his name, this reporter, last name Azatam, illegally procured and provided Toronto personnel with thousands of proprietary files, including new head coach Darko Ryokovic and other members of his coaching staff. Those files allegedly included play frequency reports and a preparation book for the 
2022-2023 season, so last year, as well as video scouting files. Um, in addition, the Raptors allegedly conspired to use Azotam's position as a current Knicks insider to funnel proprietary information to the Raptors uh, to help them organize everything alleged, by the way, uh, plan and, re- and structure the new coaching and video operation staff. The Knicks argue Azotam violated his employment agreement with them as it apparently contained a confidentiality clause aimed at protecting information owned by the organization. The ownership group also was fined, so Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, which I didn't realize that was what it was called, <laughs> but, yeah, because <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Um, obviously, they released a statement, and Azatam's current role with the Raptors is unclear, but he is not listed on the staff directory. Uh, the Knicks reached out to both the Raptors and the NBA before filing the lawsuit. However, the team ultimately opted to sue its Atlantic Division rivals, given the clear violation of our employment agreement and criminal and civil law. All right, so this is where I'm going to tell you the details that I was listening through the wire because they explained it better. Shout out Kenny Beecham down there. Um, My ass thing sounded complicated. <laughs> yeah, so, so essentially the guy who they hired yeah. was a former employee of the, of the Knicks. Of the Knicks, yeah, okay. Right? Report, uh, allegedly, this is, what he, this is how he got caught too. He emailed using the work email or something to his personal email all those files. Okay. And Darko, being a new head coach in the league, no experience, young guy, doesn't know how all of this stuff sets up. So he's like, well, we might as well use the next stuff because we're getting the next guy anyways. Yeah. So this is where Darko comes in. Yeah. And, excuse me, I'll look into more details when I get your reaction. Um, so essentially, Darko's in trouble because he, quote unquote, probably asked the guy to bring him the stuff. Now, all the memes are, why the hell are you stealing from the Knicks? <laughs> if you're going to steal from someone, steal from someone from like the Bucks or right, whatever the like. case may be, right? So that's the situation. Stealing, um, obviously confidential stuff, which is, you know how I mentioned the Trey Living thing, which is kind of weird in its own right. Yeah. But this one, obviously, you were literally stealing the stuff and passing it on to the Raptors and getting all the media or the, um, the video stuff set up. Yeah. So he's trying to copy the next side of things. I don't know what the case is. I'll look into it a little it bit more like when you talk. Plays and stuff, right? And yeah. So your reaction to all this? Well, what the hell? <laughs> First of when, all, when you saw the initial report on the score, uh, yeah, I saw something like this. Where like you're you know, like, okay, I not not much to pay attention. We're just getting sued. Did you even look into it? I did look into it. I was like, okay, I knew like it was some stuff like that where like an ex-employee basically like you know did some stupid shit. And, and the ex-employees with the Raptors type of thing. Thousands of videos and other scouting secrets, by the way. <laughs> We're that's a lot, right? But, yeah, so that's what I thought. Like, what, how you explain it is what I thought it was, right? Yeah. So, I thought it was going to be just something, you know, like, uh, I thought it was be just something, oh, go ahead. this guy's just getting in trouble or whatever. It's going to be like a one-person involvement type of thing. No, it's like, like the whole head coach is involved. Yeah, like, Before I didn't know even that. coaching an NBA game for, yeah, I didn't even know. for the team or ever. Um, first of all, you're probably going to get fired because uh, of that. if you're going to use the Knicks stuff, I don't think your team's going to be good anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, to be fair, the Knicks did better than you guys. Yeah, but <laughs> still. But no, it's like, um, are you that stupid? Not even as dark as the other guy. Yeah, right. Stealing like, the things and bringing it like I'm sure you, like maybe, yeah, Darko should know because he's becoming a head coach. He, know, he should know this. But how the hell is the guy sending stuff over and you're using the actual address, company yeah, like, email okay, or what something? Did you think? Oh, I'm not going to get caught? Like, oh, my email, whatever. 
dot slash dot at next dot freaking com type of thing email yeah right <laughs> like well, obviously you're gonna get caught like what do you expect is gonna happen um player development coach noah lewis and 10 unknown raptors employees were also listed oh so we might need to do a whole so uh, who's your new head coach who do you want your new head coach to be now <laughs> is it gonna be jordy fernandez the guy coaching canada from Sacramento at this point because uh, I, I don't know like I don't know what the severity of all this stuff is it sounds pretty severe because you're stealing yeah, insider information it's legit and like the freaking system <laughs> how they play and everything like that right and how they scout how they develop players like that's legit what everything in an NBA organization like that's very important for every organization yeah, so oh, literally, Azatam began secretly forwarding proprietary information from his next email account to his personal Gmail account. That That's like me at my current job forwarding current company stuff that I know. Um, oh, my mic's falling off. <laughs> to, um, <laughs> to my house email and using it at a new position or something. Are you good? My mic's about to fall off. Just hold me. it, I guess. I gotta hold it now. Um, but yeah, like how dumb can you be? You deserve to be fired just for that. <laughs> Right, yeah, like, <laughs> for how stupid you are. <laughs> like, what did you expect, not to get caught? Yeah, I don't know. They got caught on the 15th, apparently. Yeah, Nick's learned this matter on August 15th. Uh, one day all, after how, his final day as a Nick's employee. How the hell did the freaking Nick's take forever to figure this shit out in the first place? <laughs> no, it was a day after he left, like, officially Oh, so left. it was like... So they, they found out right away. They're probably just dealing with the behind-the-scenes stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. What is it? Like, today's the, what, the 23rd? So about eight, it's about a week. So it's, it's fair. Uh-huh. Fair amount of time. But, yeah. Um, do you expect your coach to be fired? Or do you expect to, like, lose a I, I don't draft know. Okay, that guy's what? gone. I know that for a fact. The, the Oh, the guy that got hired? Yeah. By the Knicks? From the Knicks, I mean? Yeah, the ex-Knicks yeah. guy. Um, I don't know. I think Darko might survive. Yeah, because who knows what his big his role is, really? Yeah, yeah, But they're saying that because he's new... He's just probably like, I'm going to just copy what their setup is or something like that. Yeah, but he. I think Darko will survive. This is this is hilarious to me in a way, though. <laughs> uh, and another thing about the Raptors you got to worry about this year. Not a, not good for a Raptors. You know, all, I'm, all I'm worrying about is, you know, tanking. <laughs> all right. Um, moving on to some quick fire here. Uh, let's go MLB quickly. Um, White Sox. Are you good? <laughs> well, my mic's dying, man. I gotta hold this now. Okay, so um, MLB, white, uh, the White Sox. Have, sure, I gotta make sure I don't tap this stuff, you know. Okay, uh, White Sox have officially cleaned house. Okay, not yeah, a I surprise. Yeah, it's not like, a surprise. G- GM, everybody's gone. They shot the bed the last couple of years. They were supposed. They were good that one year. Barely made the playoffs. Yeah, the year the year the Blue Jays missed by one game. Yeah, and shot the bed since. Like they were supposed to be good. Tim Anderson kind of fell off. Oh, that's the name, right? I got it right this time. Tim Anderson, yes. Okay, I don't down know. goes Anderson. <laughs> but uh, that, you can't forget you can't forget his name after that now, right? Yeah, I know. Um, that's probably why I have it etched in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, it makes sense. Like they shot the bed. They're one of the teams that we got like a D or almost an F in our tier list ranking because they were supposed to be much better than they are, and they are like the Clippers or like the Chargers of that team. It's a Cubs town at the end of the day. And who knows what's going to happen in the future. They're still owned by Chicago Bulls owner Jerry, Jerry Reinsdorf, or whatever his name is. But yeah, I'm not surprised with that. Oh, they're, they're ter- they've been terrible. Yeah. And they've expected they, to do better. Yeah. Right? Like, they're, uh, they're Their own, only bright spot is Louis uh, Robert. 
Louis Robert and uh, Liam Hendricks feel good story. Yeah, you know, like not but like I, wanna say, I shouldn't say like that, but like story of coming back from cancer. Yeah, but um, on their on paper roster is supposed to be good, and they haven't been performing. And yeah, so we'll see what happens there. I think they brought back Tony Larusa back as a consultant. Okay, yeah. But yeah, uh, last thing with the MLB before we get into the boxing in the quick fire, Paul DeYoung already matched three his three hits with the Blue Jays in forty four or fifty at bats. He already matched that with the San five Francisco Giants <laughs> in five in at five bats. at bats because he just got picked up by them. What the hell, man? <laughs> like, why? How? How is this possible? Yo, is this like our hitting coach is that terrible? I don't know. I think at the end of this year, we need to fire our hitting coach. <laughs> That's right. Sure. Like, like, we got shut out on? again today. I mean, we're getting hits, but not the clutch hits. So I, I don't know what's happening. The only thing that matters is the clutch hits. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul DeYoung, I don't know. Is a brand hand all over again, essentially. But yeah, um, disappointed in that for sure. I was hoping we could have kept him for the defense purposes. But yeah, um, moving on. I just wanted to get that off my chest. That's the only Blue Jays talk for the day. Um Usyk, he's fighting Dubois this weekend on Saturday in Poland. Um, I don't know who the other guy is really, so I'm, I'm gonna say Usyk wins some way. Some nah, way. I think Usyk will win as well. And I want him to win because if he somehow loses his fight, I do uh, not want to hear a cocky Tyson Fury. Yeah, Tyson Fury. Simple as that. Yeah, Tyson Fury. Who's not ducking. fighting anybody? I don't want to. I know he's the greatest heavyweight the, right now. How the hell are you in the non-fight fight? All right, that makes no sense. You're fighting an MMA guy. It was funny because KSI called him out because he's fighting Tommy Fury, right? Yeah. KSI is like, why is he ducking Usyk? And John Fury just goes off. Yeah, <laughs> right? He flips the table and everything. Yeah, like he was in WWE. I mean, great showman. But I mean, yeah, Tyson, no, Tyson. I just want Usyk to win because if Usyk loses this, we know Fury ain't going to shut up. Yeah, and then true, we right. know that fight ain't gonna happen. Like how AJ's uh, was supposed to fight. Yeah, Fury. he's gonna be like, oh, if you lose to this random dude, why would I fight you? Yeah, exactly. So either stay retired or shut up. <laughs> Simple as that. There's no nothing else. And when you fight, put the belt on the line. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Usyk Saturday, we're just going to go with Usyk to win just because I want him to win. Simple as that. And hopefully, he gets the Fury fight, if not the Wilder fight in the future. Um, all right, let's move on. We've got some big, big news out of the NHL here. And off the bat, Austin Matthews has officially signed his extension. Bro, this is so big news. My mic is falling down. You want to fix it quickly? Or? Nah, I was holding it. No okay. Point. So, Austin Matthews. This is, sorry, this is uh, behind the scenes at BTR right now. BTR, look, if I let go, it's like all the way this low. <laughs> like, it's actually gone. It's fully off. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, you're at this point, yeah, just hold it. That's why I'm just hold it, right? Okay. Let's go. Um, uh, Austin Matthews. Officially extended with the Maple Leafs, and honestly, win-win. Situ- sorry, win-lose situation. Win for Austin Matthews, and a losing situation for the. <laughs> God, <laughs> we're clipping this. I don't this, care. This looks so stupid. <laughs> we're clipping this. I don't Bro, care. Bro, I think I think the little clap. If thing. you guys are on audio right now, just come over to the YouTube channel and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. Bro, my about. my ear just fell off the table. All right, wait, wait, wait. it's not getting distracted here. <laughs> This looks so stupid. Okay, Austin Matthews. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of Helper and Bruff in a way. But um, four-year contract, thirteen point two five million dollar extension makes him the highest paid. Literally right after Nathan McKinnon signed his, I think earlier in the year or last year. Or yeah, right. Um, he still has one more year on his current cap hit, which is eleven million. So it's nothing small. 
and then um you're holding a laughter yeah i know i am so <laughs> that's why i'm looking down so which means he's this contract kicks in when he's 26 years old and he's an eligible free agent again at 30 years old <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay this podcast went to shit all of a sudden bro okay all right i don't know okay first of all four years surprising obviously right because um i'm not surprised i'm a little bit because he's the best player right i thought they were from one. the maple leaf side yeah sure. there were he signed a bridge before this too yeah right so he did. he's setting himself up to get another payday and, and that one he'll probably go six to eight years and retire at 38 or something Cap should go up Wherever too, right? team he goes Cap to. should go up as well, right? And Cap would go up. So he's back to being the highest paid player again. Yeah. It's him, McKinnon, and then Matt or McDavid. Yeah. Um, which is weird to say. And yeah, so not surprised he got extended. But like you said, maybe this is why the Maple Leafs took a while to extend him because they want to do an eight-year. And you know what? They probably didn't have the leverage because Matthews is a UFA next year anyways. So yeah right uh, it makes sense uh, he's the best player you have to get him signed but you're also in that situation where like you know four of your forwards is like three quarters of your cap <laughs> also includes a full new move clause so he oh, yeah. dictates his future this nhl it's not the nba everybody yeah, has a right. move clause for whatever reason i know but, but my point is like they're in a situation where like you have four players who are all forwards taking like more than half your cap yeah so Maple Leafs have pressure. They have four years to make this work. Cause in that by then he might request a trade out. And um, he has a full move clause, so no move clause. I just feel like they're they've been just doing the same thing over and over again. So right, it's, and this hasn't been working. The only two players in history to sign a ten plus million annual contract, but not for the max years, are Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of wild. Here's my question to you though: What does this mean for William Nylander? Is he f- can I get it traded? Because like, your cap. He says he wants to stay, but but like, he wants like this type. I of I don't know how they're gonna make like, it work. He wants at least Mitch Marner money. Like, yeah, he wants how, what current how money is. How are they gonna make it exactly work? Exactly the <laughs> point because they still have John Tavares. And if if you do that right, like you generally have no defense. Yeah. Like you or and William Nylander's arguably you're, their best player in the playoffs in general. Yeah, year, that, that is true. And you're lucky that Samsonov did well last year for you. But otherwise, if you looking on paper, Samsonov their defense is still shit. Yeah, Samsonov and Murray as your goaltending duo. It's not great. Still not good, and you add John Klingberg, who cannot play defense. Yeah, right. And he fell off literally. Um, so in classic Vancouver Canucks media fashion, Vancouver media fashion, what does this mean for Elias Pettersson? As everybody's probably wondering. Well, at midnight, so by the time we woke up, everybody came out. Elias Pettersson sat down with Sportsnet's Elliot Friedman. Elliot Friedman is doing like the Sportsnet tour in. Um, around the world and he went to Sweden sat down with Elias Pettersson now keep in mind Elias Pettersson's agent had said they'll continue negotiations in the middle of the or sorry at the end of the summer like around this time but that's not the case like training camp before training camp essentially right now those extension talks are on hold because Pettersson himself said two things one he doesn't know if he wants a long-term contract or a short-term contract now, after seeing what Austin Matthews did, I won't be surprised if he, try, if he lines up his contract with Quinn Hughes, who has three more years remaining himself. And they're both free agents together again and putting the Canucks in a hellhole. The other reason is he wants to focus on his play. And he knows, yeah, he knows he's not dumb that he, they have to come to a better start. Now, the year before was his on him. Last year was on more so on Demko and the rest of the team. 
Whereas him and like Bo Horvat were the ones. And that year he shot it, right? It was like another contract thing. That right? was yeah. So he like shot he had, it. He had to miss training camp. Yeah, exactly. And for a bit at the beginning. So he said, "I just put that on hold. I'm gonna focus on the season because he's technically a free agent next year, and he could sign a qualifying offer, making him a UFA the year after, which is the scary part." Um. Uh, he became eligible, like I said, July 1st. He's currently on a three-year, 22.05 million bridge deal. The other reason could also be because JT Miller's contract just kicked in and usually that contract is like the first three, four years that are going to be good. So he's like, well, I'm, well, I should just do a three, four-year contract himself. Who knows what he's thinking at this point? Petey's not dumb. He knows the cap should be going up. He's seeing what Matthews just did. He knows he's probably worth 11 million minimum. Yeah. And I would say give it to him because he's the best player. player. He's the best player. You need to. You have no chance without him. It's pressure on the Canucks because they also need to pay Philip Heronik eventually. After yeah. betting on him, and he wants to see how this team is gonna be, and it, it's fair because people are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, PD not loyal, blah blah blah." From PD's perspective, he's been in a hellhole for the last like. I mean, where have the Canucks been, right? Like, yeah, like he's been in the playoffs once in that bubble year, and that is that was like a you're lucky that you qualified and made it type of thing. Well, they were in a kind of playoff spot before. Yeah, it but shut down. they weren't guaranteed gonna be in. Yeah, but that's that, yeah, because Markstrom to get hurt then, but. So does this mean that <laughs> he took it off? <laughs> does this mean that he, um, if they start off strong for once in their life, and see how this new coaching staff and training staff go with the new roster, will he sign in during the year? We don't know. I think it's gonna be more of a distraction if he waits personally because he's gonna get questioned. Yeah, no, but I think he just doesn't want to do that risk again for uh, what he did. Where he absolutely well, he's not holding out. That time he was legit had no contract. Yeah, he's still true, under. Right? He's still, still under, under contract. contract. Yeah, Bo Horvat played last year before he got traded during the year. Dude, like they weren't holding out. They weren't on free agency mode. That time I was I RFA. Just, I just think it. Agent. I just think it just depends on the player, right? Like performance wise. Like I think he just wants himself to know that like he, this team is actually you know taking a step forward. How much? Because is like the all season moves they made, right? You were you were confident. This year, that like you know they they're felt, better. They're better, right? Goals Obviously, scoring might be question. Goal mark. scoring is gonna be question mark, especially secondary scoring. That's what I mean. Yeah. But like, um, you expect the to be the, you expect them to be tightened up in the penalty kill, tightened up defensively, right? And especially with a healthy, good Demko, they should you know help hold out some goals. How much is this a negotiation tactic? Yeah, maybe he just wants to. Do you think is he's genuine about like I want to play it out? Or do you think it could be a negotiation tactic to just to get it over with? Because the JT Miller contract came out of nowhere last year. Now, granted, that happened earlier in August, right? This one is obviously now we're approaching September. Training camps in a couple of weeks, and yeah, um, yeah, um, maybe they're just looking at his play. Like he wants to, he genuinely just maybe wants to start well because last time he was in this situation, he didn't start well at all. He didn't have a good year at all. Right. Yes, he didn't have a contract, but it's it's still the same thing. Like you need to extend him. It's tough. Like it's it's a risk on PD side because will he live it up again or injury? Right. And then you're ruining your long term money, but you're also betting on yourself. And we know that he clearly bet on himself last year, and a lot of that was because the Canucks didn't have the long term money. But there's that situation. Uh, maybe it's also because... It my, could also be a negotiation thing where like, okay, you know what? Sign me now. Give me like 11 million on the spot and we're good. Meyer should be gone too, right? Like, 
at the end of the year. Yeah, his contract's off the books. Essentially, a lot of his money's gonna go to Philip Peronek. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, off uh, the books. There's no doubt that Canucks are gonna be in top position again. This and they will obviously we're gonna be. Keep right. in mind, OEL's buyout hits next year more than this year. Yeah, that's true too. Um. Uh. Just. Do you think? Okay, so fine. Like, my final prediction of this, because I, I know we're gonna probably clip this out anyways. Is Elias Pettersson gonna be a long-term Canuck, a short-term Canuck, I think or a, no contract Canuck by the training f- camp starts? He's gonna get a bridge deal. Eventually, I don't even know. Like, I genuinely don't know if it's gonna be by training camp or not. It might be mid-season. Fine, first game. Okay, fine. Let's go first game of the season. I don't know. I think it might be mid-season. Okay. So if you're it, gonna see it, how he assesses this team. I think he just, he just might like genuinely want to assess like how the start is, how his play is as well, type of thing. And like, but I think it's gonna be a bridge deal. Like so a, you're saying like another three-year deal? Max another three, use? max four. Well, that's a worst nightmare. Yeah, it's <laughs> I gonna mean, be he's that. smart. He, he, it's going to be that. Clearly, he's not dumb. Otherwise, he would have signed an eight-year. If he wants, if he's genuinely happy, he would have signed it by now. Like Sebastian Ajo. He says he you wants know? to win. Right? Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with it. Now, we obviously, the Knox fans <laughs> might hate him because like he wants out in that sense. But well, at the same time, if your team... You, you haven't well, given him anything, right? Exactly. And also, like part of it is his fault because he had a couple down years himself. But... But his down years have day. been like it's better than a lot of the rest of the teams. Good. <laughs> yeah, his down years. That's the thing. His down years are still like you know better performances than he's, like half the team. Career wise, he's still averaging a point a game. I think he's yeah. like two points under his points thing, right? So yeah, no. If the Canucks, uh, Canucks are clearly content, try, not contending. They're trying to make the playoff spot, and with uh, with they need P- Patterson, they know that for sure. And they have a squad right now. Can they prove it? Great. If so, he'll probably sign a three year. I agree with that. Um. But yeah. I won't be surprised if he gets like an 8 by 12 and just call it a day there. Who knows? I hope it's that. <laughs> yeah. Just to get it off the bat. Just get it off, right? But like, you know who got an 8-year contract? Brandon Hagel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Hagel signed an 8-year, $52 million extension with the Lightning. You watch a little bit more hockey than I have, and the, especially the, the Lightning. He's a relatively young guy. I thought he was older. He's 25 on Sunday. Yeah, right. He's so young. Pretty good, pretty good bet. He had like a uh, career year, 30 goals, 34 assists, and 81 games played on 18 minutes of ice time. I mean, you're the Lightning. You've been over. You've been paying the veteran guys. Now you're paying the young guy. Yeah, I mean, bit. they paid uh, Sorelli and Sergeyev. I don't know if it was last year or they a year before. They let Plot walk. They let, they let Plot walk, walk, right? They're letting Kalorn walk, I think. Right? They, they lost a point, which they definitely need to do that. So... I think this is just like, you know, get some of the young guys just locked up. And he is he falls in that category. Yeah, so he was traded from Chicago, right, 2020, last year's deadline, 2022. Yeah. For Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk. Kachuk I'm butchering that name. He was drafted in the sixth round. Talk louder. <laughs> he was drafted in the sixth round uh, by Buffalo in 2016. Um, yeah, so he's Saskatoon native. He, Braden Point, Anthony Sorelli. Mikhail Sergachev and Eric Chernak are all signed through 29-2030. Yeah, and those are like their young core, you know, after the Stamkos and Kucherov. Um, and Hedman. And Hedman, yeah. Stamkos is the only notable unrestricted free agent coming up next year. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, Brandon Hagel, so we're done that. Another signing. Alexa Lafreniere is, is a, still a ranger. Still a ranger. Two year, $2.325 million extension. And you would think this is like a third, fourth line player, which he kind of is, but not for a first overall pick, though. Bro, I like that year. It was genuinely like Lafreniere one, 
Question Kako. mark starts at two. Yeah. Right. I feel like the top two were locks. I think Kako was two. Kako's also. Sorry, not Kako. That was a year before my bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway. But it was genuinely Lafreniere's. Like it was, was Lafreniere's year. Huh? That was Quentin Byfield, right? I think it was Byfield. Yeah. yeah. It was la- it was legit Lafreniere's draft. Like yeah. how was Bedard's draft this year? Yeah. Type of thing, right? So I was very because Lafreniere did even have a good year that year as well, right? He had a good World Juniors. I think Canada won gold that year. I believe. No, they lost. Did they lose? They lost year? in Vancouver. Uh, he played. In that the was Van- in Vancouver. That, that they lost the Vancouver one. He played in the Vancouver. Yeah, one. that was that was his first year. The second year, he played two years. Oh, okay. So I maybe, think in the second yeah, year, maybe they did. Yeah, because I think I remember him. He got injured, and then they were like, "Canada might be in trouble," and then I think they found a way to win. So yeah, in three seasons, he has ninety-one points. Forty-seven of them were. Yeah, goals. that's pretty disappointing. In two hundred sixteen games, a shock. The kid line is back, and they were decent in the playoffs t- two years ago. But the question is, how much of this is going to be a trade piece so they don't let him leave for nothing in a way? Because um, the Rangers want to win at the end of the day. Yeah. And what you call it? They lost Teresanko. Not even just that. They, they, lost, um, they, they lost Kane. So his, his development's not going to be a factor like how a team like San Jose's might be or a team like Chicago might be, for example. Right? Like his development's going to be under the fa- uh, radar again. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, he's always been going to be linked to the Canucks just because of uh, Emily Castonge was his is his, was his agent. So there's always going to be links there. Um, breaking news in the baseball world before we finish off with the NFL, NHL. Otani has a torn UCL. Oh, oh no. Angel Star won't pitch again in 2023, and Mike Trout heads back to the IL. Mike, what? Didn't he just get activated? <laughs> yeah. All right, Angel's done, obviously. They're, they're finished. Shoya Tani won't pitch again after being diagnosed with a, two, a torn ACL. I mean, it was, it was about time. He left today's game due to um, soreness. Or soreness. It was about time or he like was tired getting, or like yeah. whatever it is, right? It was about time he was going to get hurt somewhere. Is that Tommy, like he's hitting it at a top. Tommy John's Maybe he's diagnosed with a torn UCL. That's all I know. <laughs> I was like, uh, maybe it is. Is it, is it UCL the ACL basically for the elbow? Uh, in his pitching elbow. So yeah, it probably is. Right. Uh, and an additional bit of bad news: the club will also put back Mike Trout on the injured list just days after he returned to the lineup from a broken hamet hamet bone. Uh, Otani abruptly left the mound after just 26 pitches. Um, and it makes a lot of sense because again he's been doing this at an elite level for the last few years now. It's about time he was it was, it was bound to happen. I'm not saying it in a negative way. I'm saying like it's the human body and it's something. Yeah, it's it just eventually it, it doesn't take that much. Well, 162 game season as well, right? Yeah, and he's playing every day. As and like you're too. playing every day. Now like the injuries are unclear whether Otani's latest elbow issue will require surgery. The 29 year old previously had Tommy John back in 2018. A second surgery would likely have significant impact on what type of contract the pending free agent receives this offseason. That's going to be big. <laughs> dude, it just dude might it. make $700 million. Okay, now he's going to make like $500 million, but still. Yes, that's Trout not. returned to the lineup after missing 38 games, went one for four, um, played his regular center field spot, uh, didn't play in either game on Wednesday, and will not do baseball activities for another 10 days. So the Angels' they're, they're done. Uh, risk has definitely fallen. Uh, but does this help him re-sign Atani? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Right. But who knows? I mean, even if you're Atani, I still think you're gonna get. Yeah, you're still gonna get There's right? no way. He's still an elite hitter. Yeah, hundred percent. So still, 
in my opinion, a better hitter than he is pitcher, obviously. Yeah. Okay, anyways, back to the NHL. That was, uh, we have one last thing to talk about. So, just to recap, because I know we literally broke some news here. Uh, Austin Matthews extended. PD holding his extension talks. Lafreniere and Hagel signed extensions as well. All right? Good. Last NHL news. And this is the big news that I... Uh, yeah, it is the big news. It's <laughs> big news for a fan of sports, a fan of hockey. Especially those that don't get to see international hockey anyways. NHL and NHLPA are working on an international competition for 2025. The reason why it's 2025 is this is their way to kick off the 2026 Olympics. And because the World Cup of Hockey was supposed to happen in 2024, they're changing that to 2025 in a way. So they will do a 2025 international tournament um, to kickstart a regular cycle of Olympic participation and a World Cup of Hockey Played in the even years in between, like how the Euros and the World Cup goes, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So if we do a 2025 international tournament, we do the 2026 Olympics, which they have to agree with the IOC again. Yeah. Corrupt people. Uh, 2028 World Cup of Hockey, 30 Olympics, 32 World Cup of Hockey, and so on, as Bill Daly, um, Deputy Commissioner, has said. That's the goal, so it's nothing official. And the format of the twenty proposed 2025 event is unclear at this point. Um, I don't know what form it will take. Yada yada. Russia, Belarus are still banned from these IIHF events, so international hockey events, due to that the Ukraine invasion. The IOC committee has also banned those countries, but allows its participants to compete but not represent their flag. Um, NHL hasn't participated in the best on best since. Well, I'm not even counting that World Cup of 2016, best on best. Yeah, best. right. You had McDavid and Matthews on the same team. So I'm like not counting. Team North this. America. Yeah, so the league didn't go to the 2018 Olympics and they were supposed to go in 2022, but got canceled because of the pandemic. Um, and then in recent years, McDavid had called that league out on it. As a hockey fan, finally, if it happens. Right, yeah. But 2025 is still a long ways to go. We have never seen McDavid versus Matthews. We've never seen McDavid team up with McKinnon. We've never seen, most importantly, McDavid team up with Crosby. Crosby. In 2025, that'll be Crosby's 20th year in the league. Yeah, right. So he'll be roughly 38 years old, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Like I'm just doing it on the probably. top of my head. Yeah, Probably. We need to ha- see this happen. None of this no gimmicky team North America bullshit. At the time, I'll be honest with you, I was fine with it because you got to see a young team go. But then the more that I look back at it in hindsight, it I'm like, yeah, it was stupid. It was a missed opportunity. It was a missed opportunity. And ever since, you're telling me outside of the world juniors, McDavid never represented Canada? Yeah. Austin exactly. Matthews never represented America? Yeah, that's what it is. Um, Well, Russia's not in it, so that's it. Ovechkin won't be able to play that but the World Cup at least but yeah and now hockey expanded because you got guys like Slavkovsky going first overall who's Slovakian if I'm not mistaken yeah I think Slovakian, so yeah. Right? yeah and then on top of that Team USA has propelled their hockey uh, more so than 2010 and 2014 Hughes brothers you got Austin Matthews a lot of these defensemen got, I don't like, know about Demko Hellebuck uh, Ottinger but no like the thing is like you got teams drafting from the USA development program exactly right Will like Smith Will this Smith, year I think Ryan Leonard yeah right so like um, USA is up their Sweden, game as well I forgot to mention Sweden Pedersen gets to represent Sweden properly with like Zabinajad and all these guys um, Mark well, I don't know who their goalies are going to be but like Markstrom whoever Hedman 
so on and so forth. So as hockey fans, we got to see we're get, we're gonna literally watch the hopefully the FIBA World Cup. I know the timings are off, but we're gonna try our best to catch it. We're gonna we're happy that Canada has a proper team this year. Yeah. Um, World Cup, same thing with Canada, but every other country in the world that we enjoy, men and women. Again, the woman timing was didn't work for us, but we still tried to tune in when we could. Even the World Baseball Classic, we got into right. Hockey, bro, watching the 2018 Olympics, sorry, 2014 Olympics compared to the 2018 Olympics and even 2010 Olympics, and I know that had a hometown factor because it was in Vancouver, which made it more hyped up for but us. Also like the but the great, game itself the was still goal, insane. Like one of the, the game was itself in was insane. 2014, that USA-Canada semifinal again, one nothing, insane. Three o'clock final, we woke up for that Sweden final, insane. Right, so I mean, you've got the golden goal in 2010 as well, right? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, and then you see 2018, you see guys like from the Spangler Cup playing. Like, who the hell is he? That? Like, I'll, I'll be honest. I still don't understand the Spangler Cup. What is the Spangler Cup? <laughs> like, I still like, don't understand like, that. Team Canada, and then they have like a bunch of other... HC Davos. And yeah, like, like what is that? Teams right? like that. Like, I still don't understand it. So you had guys like Mason Raymond on on that roster, essentially. Travis Green was supposed to coach it, and, yeah, and then both times he shot the bed. Like I'll be honest with you, because hockey is the reason why you main 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 reason why we watched the Winter Olympics. Obviously, I didn't in twenty eighteen and like what twenty twenty. I didn't even know when the Winter Olympics happened. Type of thing. Like you're yeah. like, oh, it's done. The closing ceremony is already happening. Type of thing, right? So it's kind of you know it makes it like you don't want to watch hockey unless it's like you know the women's one, which is you know still women's hockey still Canada US yeah Canada US still sick rivalry, but like. Other than that, right, there's nothing else. For me to tune in. Like, I'll tune into speed skating here and there or skiing or whatever. Yeah, no, but it is hockey. It, but hockey is the main thing. Hockey yeah. is the main thing. So, like, yeah, no, I need to, we need to see this. Because, like, you're telling me since 2014, we haven't seen best on best. And after that, you had stars like Matthews, McDavid, McKinnon. Uh, well, McKinnon was 2013, so I don't know if he played 2014. Oh, maybe you're going to see Dreisaitl carry Germany. Dreisaitl Germany. Um, Stutzla, Stutzla and Dreisaitl. Yeah, uh, you got uh, guys like Slavkowski, young guys representing there. You got guys like Elias Pettersson carrying, helping Sweden you out. Know, Finland's still going to be solid The Hughes as well. brothers with Kachak brothers could team up, right? Yeah, so be. It's going to be insane. Like You'll get to see potentially Hughes versus Petey. Which you'll never yeah, think right? you will ever see. Um, Dry Saddle versus McDavid, which you think you would have never seen at the rate we were going. So, kudos to the NHL and NHLPA for finally waking the hell up and hopefully get this done because you already delayed 2024 to 2025 because 2023 is coming to an end as we speak in terms in like six months still, but still going fast. But we have to wait another year and a half. So, hopefully, we could do something before that. But yeah, kudos to you guys for finally waking the hell up, though. And that's where I'm going to leave. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's move on. Let's last topic. I know we've been going on it uh, for a while here. Soccer. Um, off the bat, Bernardo Silva extends his contract with uh, Manchester City. Uh, I think Kyle Walker is close to extending his contract with Manchester City, which is big because I think Kyle Walker was heavily rumored to go to Byron, and Bernardo Silva was supposed to join either PSG or join Gondogan and Barcelona. Yeah, Propolona, right. I don't know how they're doing this. But your young player of the year prediction for, for <laughs> the past Cup. World Cup um, is looking close to signing to Manchester City Bro, as well. You, his Jer- name is Doku. Jeremy Doku's a beast, all right? And I saw his like stats. I haven't seen him much play. 
But I saw his like stats and his one on one. Like you thought, we thought Alan Saint Maximin was good. No, he's really this good. This guy's really good as well. So of course the rich I get richer. I remember one start in the Euros. I think it was Belgium versus Italy. Belgium's only attack were because of Doku because Doku was doing that good in the Euros, and then obviously I expected him to start in the World Cup, which he even though he didn't. Yeah. But when he came on against the Croatia game, he was creating a lot, right, for Lukaku to miss open nets. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so the rich get richer, and they're also linked to Eze. Eze, yeah, from Eze. Uh, Crystal Palace. And they're also linked to Matthias well. Nunez. Two guys that United should have been going after, and obviously they're not. No, as and is I'm not, a not to make this a United thing. We're not going to talk about United much unless I see something on As is a baller. But yeah, as is a baller. I completely forgot about him for FPL. Oh, speaking of FPL, do I get my two points back? Because no. I got ne- negative two points, and Ale- I think you did too with uh, Alexis McAllister. I, I dropped McAllister. <laughs> but last week, no, like, still- I, got, I got rid of him. I switched him. No, but I'm saying like yeah. last week, did you have him on your starting lineup? Oh, yeah, he was on my starting lineup. That's what I'm saying. Do we get two points back? Because they get rescinded? Their head court got rescinded. Oh, why did I drop him then? <laughs> I put him back up. Huh? I put him back up. You can still put him back up if you want. No, like I got rid of him. Like oh, I switched him. I still don't know how to do that. But huh? I Nothing. Still- you just get transfers, right? You just like replace him, basically. I'll ask you that later. But yeah. Um, no, I benched him, but I put it back in the starting lineup. But but yeah, his red card got rescinded. All right, I hope I hope he doesn't score a goal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, sh- I want my two points back because I'm struggling in that league right now. <laughs> I'm still first somehow, <laughs> but barely now. Yeah, but no. Uh, anyways, moving moving off that topic, uh, I'll check for I'll check for some transfer news quickly here. But only Man United convo we're gonna have today <laughs> is just because we have the news on Mason Greenwood. That's it. We're not gonna talk about transfers unless, like, like I said, we see something breaking all of a sudden. Um, Mason Greenwood. Uh, the Man United has officially made a decision, and they have mutually agreed to separate. Now, before this news came out, I think after last Thursday's pod, there were reports coming out saying that he was gonna come back. And I guess because of the backlash of all the women, especially rightly, rightfully so, because I'm not disagreeing with anything of that. Like I genuinely thought maybe yeah, it's not the best to bring him back. Especially to a club at this magnitude. Yeah. That being said, right? Like, you're bringing him to our, the biggest club in England and arguably the top three club in the world, right? Yeah. Right. So, he's going to be shown a lot anyways. And I don't know how much... Because they said mutually agree. I don't know how much Greenwood... Because he did reports where he did feel offended by the club not bringing him back. Because on the court of the law and of him saying it, he, he technically did not do anything wrong. Again... You guys could look into what happened. We're not going to get into that. But he says, but the news have come out that they have a parted ways. Now, I don't know how, if it's going to be transferred out or if he's going to get bought out or what the case may be because there were reports of Saudi want him or whatever the case is. Um, or like other clubs around Turkey and stuff. So, Mason Greenwood is officially not on the Man United roster. Well, he's on the Man United roster, but he's officially not going to be playing for the for squad. Now, that doesn't mean that he won't come back in the future after other shit comes figured out. And the other update on this is, there's reports, and this was, this was happening before this whole drama anyways, because shit, remember when him and Foden got in trouble with England? Yeah. But he kind of got more exiled than Foden did, obviously. Yeah. But Mason Greenwood might be, and this might be bad news for Canada, might be switching his allegiances over to Jamaica. Okay, yeah. So he has Jamaican, some type of Jamaican call. uh Jamaican nationality in him through parents probably so he might be rumored to go to there but he did play for England his first team I remember 
if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I don't know how much, how, what he has to do for that. But if he has to go through the whole process, like Laporte did. But yeah, so that's that's the update on the Greenwood situation. Your thoughts quickly. I mean, at the uh, it makes sense, right? Like, it was a difficult situation, right? You know, we saw evidence online of what happened, right? So, obviously, like you said, it was handled poorly by United because, like, one minute, one week ago, he's like, okay, need to be on a squad, but then backlash, they're like, okay, now you're not going to be in the squad type of thing. So, like, I just felt like they didn't come to a final decision themselves. Yeah, I didn't read the statement, but from reading Goldbridge, and I'll trust what Goldbridge says a lot, usually because he follows it a lot, he's saying, yeah, it was a pathetic statement in a way. And yeah, right. That's why the whole, when the Glazers... Or selling to the the whole Qatari ownership came out of nowhere. He called it. He's like, it's more of a distraction, most likely, than actually happening. Now, who knows how true that is, but yeah. Yeah, like, I, it makes sense. And that's what it is to me, right? Like, I just feel like, I just feel like it was, a, I feel like it was the right decision. Yeah, no, like, like I said. They, they came to a right decision. I'm not saying they. Yeah. Because like, like, at the end of the day, like I said, if he was still on United, and we both said it, we're still going to support United as a team. Last Anthony, if Anthony starts, we're still gonna be rooting for Man United. Uh, hopefully, he does well. But at the oh, same time, we're not gonna. We're, we will still be criticizing him. By the way, thank you guys on the support on the YouTube short of that clip where yeah, Joven kind of went off, but I was in the background saying some stuff too. But but yeah, no. Like at the end of the day, it's still our squad. We were gonna support it unless it was some crazy shit that happened. Right? There's there's certain things that get you canceled, and there's certain things you deserve a second chance. This one was kind of weird because. Legally, he's not. But, but then, yeah. like you know, yeah. ethically, this isn't like, this isn't some Wander Franco shit where there's like yeah. that's like cancelable. Yeah, yeah, right. It was um, a di- it was a difficult situation. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess quick, very quickly, uh, Laporte Al Nazar, he's joining Ronaldo. That's official, and uh, also joining Al Nazar Otavio. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I just saw a report. You know, remember remember Nuno Santos, the manager? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, apparently he's beefing with Benzema because he never wanted Benzema and he doesn't fit his system and now he doesn't want him or something. <laughs> to end okay. it on a to end this on a on a lighter note because I know the last topic was Greenwood, but yeah, okay. I literally saw that. <laughs> you never want Benzema. Why don't you want Benzema? I <laughs> uh, don't know, but yeah, that's that's what I saw. And I guess let's end it on this. We're gonna end it on this. I don't know how this at Santi F J underscore J underscore FM is a source. Not true. Sure how reliable this is. An offer from Real Madrid after PSG's next game for Kylian Mbappe is not ruled out. So keep an eye on that. And that's how we should end it today. Yeah. Well, with that being said, um, that's pretty much it from us. As we mentioned before, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. A little bit of a long one, but a lot of big news. Give us all your thoughts down below. One like equals one pair for my boom arm. And uh, right in the background, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of a scuffed podcast today, but that's what makes us genuine and fun. So, yeah, we appreciate you guys watching, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.